Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it is Wednesday on this program. You know what that means. We've got a lot to get into here today, including the usual Wednesday stuff. NXT was Tuesday night. What a show. I was never bored. I will say that. I got a lot of emails and feedback from people that were like, oh my God, how much stuff can you put on a one show? A lot of people comparing it to a dynamite show with 85 people on the show. It's definitely a different show, but when you think about it, That's what happens when a takeover is seemingly sprung upon you. And obviously it was not sprung upon them. But as we've talked about, they built and built and built and built to a Finn Balor carrying cross match on TV just over a week ago. And then all of a sudden they tell us there's a takeover in two weeks. So what do you do? Well, yesterday was a go-home show. We got to rush and put all these matches together for the show on Sunday. So we have five ways. We have uh, tag matches. We got, we'll got. we go over the whole card here. But anyway, that's coming up this weekend, so we can talk about that show. To be fair, I have not seen the last 30 minutes of NXT. Long story, but I'll watch it before the Dave show tonight. I've seen the first 90 minutes. So we can also talk about the Raw ratings for Monday night. We have more matches announced for the Friday Dynamite show. NWA All-Women's Pay-Per-View coming up at the end of the month and uh, plenty more. If you would like to contact the show today, we're going to take a lot of feedback today. Bret Hart A&E documentary, I heard nothing about that yesterday. Of course, I didn't read all the text messages. But anything you want to comment on, the text message line, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. We will uh, take some phone calls later on today as well. So stick around. Back in a moment with Mike Semper VV, Wrestling Observer Live.
This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. A lot of news to get into here today. The Raw ratings for Monday night. Nothing exciting. 1.64 million viewers, up 5.3% from last week. Best viewership number Raw has drawn since May 17, 0.48 in 18 to 49, which is up 11%. Tied the May 17th episode. <laughs> Tied the May 17th episode for Raw's best number in that category since May 10. Why is May 10 the cutoff? Maybe the NBA playoffs or something. 
Last week's Raw drawn the second lowest viewership and the second lowest 18 to 49 in the history of the show. So anyway, uh, what we know is that the first hour did 1.667 million, second hour 1.651 million, and the third hour 1.602 million. So first hour, the story is the first hour didn't do great, and then it just stayed there the rest of the show. I like to think that a bunch of people were like me, and they turned on the show, and like 10 minutes in, they were done. So the first hour ended up averaging 1.667. And everybody, if you made it through the first 15 minutes of Raw, bro, you're hardcore enough, and you're going to watch this whole show. That's what I get out of this. Now, the rumor, which I do not have confirmed, the rumor is that the uh, Lexus Playground at the end of the show was the highest-rated quarter on the show. I mean, maybe it was. Would you want that? I'm sure they do. All I know is if I was Shayna Baszler, I would want that to be the lowest-rated segment on the show. Because you know what happens when you're in a segment like that and it's the highest-rated segment on the show? It means a whole bunch of people watched it, and it means they're going to say, oh, we got to do more with this. That's the last thing on this planet I'd want. But that's yeah. the story, so there you go. Yeah, but isn't the converse of that kind of true too where if they you know it's the lowest rated thing on the show they're not going to blame lily they're going to blame Shayna baszler good take it out on her good take me off tv <laughs> bro yeah take but you me, get I'd that rather, lucky i would rather be off tv than be involved in that storyline well what if you're on tv just taking l's now every week she was doing it before but at least yeah, she, she was one almost... half of the tag team champions yeah but she now was she's feeding to... with a doll True, but you can make the excuse she was losing to the Charlottes and Oscars. She wasn't losing to everybody. Now, if she were to to do something like this, get the lowest hour, now she'll just get beat by everybody. She'll be getting submitted by Reginald. Bro, I would rather be submitted by Reginald than be feuding with a doll. You want to make a list of things I'd rather do than feud with a doll? <laughs> They make movies, pal. This is for the new Universal Studios WWE exhibit that's going to have the Hall of Fame. Once NBC Universal, once Xfinity buys them, this is what you're going to have. You're going to have you're going to have Undertaker's walking around. You know, you're going to have this this setup over here. It's going to be like you two can chase after our truth for the 24/7 title. This is the direction they're going. You're just going to have to accept this now. That's Bro. the only excuse that this the only thing I can come up with. When they do this type of stuff, it gets the reaction it does, and then they don't even just double down on it. They quadruple down on it. My daughter is 5 and we were in a pandemic and we got Disney Plus and various other things. And I've watched a lot of movies in the last year and a half. I've watched Frozen 1. I've watched Frozen 2. I've watched Trolls. I've watched Land Before Time. I've watched Star Wars. I've watched The Empire Strikes Back. I've watched the first half of Return of the Jedi, but that's it because the second half's too scary for her. I could go on and on. And let me tell you what WWE isn't doing. They ain't making movies. All right? I'm watching kids' movies. I have not seen one movie that is in the realm of what they are doing with this doll and Shayna Baszler. This is bottom-of-the-barrel trash. It ain't a movie. It's no good. I've been watching movies. They're producing content. That they're doing. I mean, I'll give them that. They are producing loads of content, and they're getting paid for it. So in that case, I mean, in that sense, more power to them. Like, keep, keep creating your content and making money. But I don't need to like the content. 
And I'm certainly not going to sit here and tell you that the content is the equivalent of actual movies. I even once watched Plan 9 from Outer Space. That's not a worse movie than what they're doing in WWE. It's not. Actually, it's not at all. It's no. not at all. In fact, what you were able to stretch out of that, it's why El Mariachi, for those that have seen it, these that's the movie that came before Desperado, which was a big budget. But if you watch El Mariachi, you look at some of the, the stunts and the, the you know shootings in there and what the blood looks like, you can go, how cheap is that? But the fact that he was able to create basically kind of a little mini masterpiece for like, I don't know, $3,000 or something like that. Robert Rodriguez, it was ridiculous. Like, that's why you give extra credit to those types of people when you are producing and you have all of these things at your disposal and you're producing the kind of content they're doing. Forget about the wacky stuff, just the wrestling part of the deal that we're supposed to be caring about or that I guess, you know, some of us are supposed to be caring about. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Nothing on Raw it clicks at all, and it's all just a big, jagged, terrible mess. This guy here, he just never gives up. I am Bathory. He goes, Brian, this content isn't for you, but it has an audience. Do I need to make a list of what has an audience? You can name anything, and there is an audience for it. What does that mean? Yeah. I'm not going to make comparisons to some of the most horrific things on the planet Earth, but pick a horrific thing on the planet Earth, and there is an audience for it. German midget porn. Okay? There's an audience for anything. But just because Raw does a uh, 1.67 million viewers, that doesn't mean there's an audience for what they did at the end of the show. That means there's an audience for WWE, the WWE product. Most of that audience probably wants to see wrestling, or they want to see people they perceive as stars. This idea that there's an audience for this, I'm sure there's an audience for Katie Vick. There was an audience for WCW at the end. There's an audience for Vince Russo podcast. Bro, there's an audience for anything. That doesn't mean that it should be on national television. That doesn't mean that it's something that you should make a showcase part of your women's division. Name something. I can give you an audience for it. It's horrible. And by the way, if you think that like it's a big draw for WWE fans, why don't you go and look? Because they put everything up on social media. Why don't you look at the social media comments when they put this, this uh, Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss stuff up on YouTube? It was not positive. It was a bunch of people bearing it for sucking. But hey, there's an audience for anything. <laughs> hey, look, it, it's not like you shouldn't take some chances, too. And... I under, I look, I'm an old guy. I'm a 45-year-old guy who's, like, I grew up watching wrestling in the early to mid-'80s. Like, that's what set the table for me. Like, 86 was an incredible year. So I know that things are going to come along that it's, you know, you, you want to try to stay progressive with things, but you there are some things where it's like, okay, I don't get this or I don't understand this, but it works. Music's the same way. My son listens to hip-hop that... Uh, it's not hip hop, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. Times change, things move on. You got to take chances, including some of this wacky stuff that they've done with Bray Wyatt and things like that. I get it. But when it obviously doesn't work, and like Brian says, when you read the reactions, when you see the reaction, when they go in front of live people at WrestleMania, you're probably missing the mark. But they don't see it that way, and they're going to continue to hammer down on this at a time where, again, they're at their lowest point when it comes to viewership. So 
Is it working? Does it work for an audience? I guess there's an audience, like Brian said, there's an audience for everything. There is. Look, this guy goes, Raw has lost 70% of their viewers in the last three years. 70% of their viewers. So that would be like if I decided on this show, you know what I'm going to do? Every segment, I'm going to vomit on air. Okay, well, I'd lose probably more than 70% of my viewers. I'd probably lose like 90% of my viewers. But you know what? There's an audience for everything. So... You guys may not like it, and I may lose 90% of my audience, but there is there is some audience for me vomiting in every segment of this, this program here. Now, I would be a fool if I chose to cater to that audience and lose 90% of my audience. That would be foolish of me. Unless, of course, you're I am Bathory, and then it's okay that they lost 70% of their viewers because there is an audience for Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler and Shayna feuding with a doll. So let's keep doing it. My argument is, let's not do it, because it sucks! Yeah. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I am uh, Bathory here, seems to be ignoring the fact that we talked about how much this Alexa thing sucked, and then they did a live show in front of live fans, and they booted out of the building because it sucked. Mm-hmm. But let's ignore things like that. Hey, we got a uh, NXT show. Here's a quick look at the first 90 minutes. I missed the last 30 minutes, but I know what happened. And a million things happened in this show. So we had a brawl to open the show with Johnny Gargano and Pete Dunne and like 10 other people, which led to Oni Lorcan versus Austin Theory, which involved a bunch of people running in, including Johnny Gargano. And then there was a distraction finish and Oni Lorcan beat Austin Theory. As I keep going, tell me if any of this sounds familiar. We had an L.A. Night vignette where he was talking about what a millionaire he was in his mansion. Didn't he say last week that he wasn't a millionaire? And then this week, he is a millionaire. So he wants to uh, represent the million-dollar man. We had Doc Hendricks playing Doc Hendricks. I guess Michael Hayes was playing Doc Hendricks. Running down in your house. And we've got Raquel Gonzalez and Ember Moon. Cameron Grimes and L.A. Knight, which we'll find out more about later. Mercedes Martinez and Zia Lee. And the five-way for the NXT title with Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, Gianni Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly. Then Legato Del Fantasma is in the ring, and out comes Bronson Reed, and they repeatedly show footage of Bronson Reed squishing him last week, which was awesome, but they decided we will fully run it into the ground by showing it 85 times on this show. It does set up a six-man for the pay-per-view, where it will be Bronson Reed and MSK versus Legato Del Fantasma with all of the belts on the line in the match. Swerve Scott beat Killian Dane when Ashanti the Adonis tried to interfere. Drake Maverick tried to stop him. Distraction finish. Top Dollar beat up Maverick. And then uh, Scott pinned uh, Killian Dane with a kick. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Poppy arrived at the building. We had Cameron Grimes doing a vignette. He is a millionaire in storyline. So he's danced around doing his millionaire gimmick, which was awesome. Cameron Grimes is far and away the highlight of NXT. We had Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. Um, actually, she, no, she didn't defeat Zia Lee. She faced uh, somebody else. But anyway, Zia Lee came out and attacked her before the bell. They brawled all over ringside. And then finally, Mercedes gets in the ring and the referee rings the bell and she immediately wins the squash. So there you go. Uh, Brizango promo. And then Triple H and Regal are backstage with Poppy. I'll talk about Poppy later. So anyway, they're there with Poppy. And up walks Dexter Loomis, and he's got a picture of Poppy. 
and she is she is gobsmacked, and so she hugs him. That's right when Indy Hartwell walks in. She sees them hugging. She runs off crying, and Dexter just has to be wide-eyed at with the trouble that has occurred here. It's so wacky. It's so goofy. Uh, it's not offensive. Like, after watching uh, Alexa and the doll and Shayna, like, it's just a wrestling angle, but if he, it's the kind of thing where if you didn't have that on Raw, this would be, like, appallingly horrible, but as it is, it was like, yeah, it was fine. But you, know, you mentioned Triple H being a whole ham throughout that whole Oh, uh, We'll, we'll get back segment. to Poppy here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, Cameron Grimes and L.A. Knight showing up in the ring. Ted DiBiase comes out. DiBiase announces that at TakeOver, it is going to be a ladder match. Cameron Grimes climbs the ladder and says, well, what are we even fighting for here? And it turns out they will be fighting for the million-dollar belt. Yes, Mike? It's a problem. The worst. This is the worst. Why? It, it, this is actually a storyline that from start to finish has made total sense. Dude, what doesn't make sense is the fact that Hulk Hogan was a character you couldn't recreate. Okay? Yes, Ric Flair created, recreated the nature boy that Buddy Rogers had. But you know what? Other than Buddy Landell there for a minute, like from this point on, there's no more, there's no more nature boy. You know, there's been a lot of imitators of the Road Warriors, but there was only one. You know, you don't have to keep trying to recreate the Million Dollar Championship. If you want to use this belt, and I understand it, you're trying to sell it to collectors or whatever. You want play sets, whatever it is. Fine. Have a Ted DiBiase King of the Ring sort of thing down there or do something where you get this and it's actually supposed to elevate you. When have they ever brought back the million-dollar belt? Who's had it? Nikolai Volkov, Steve Austin at the least interesting point of his career, Ted DiBiase Jr., and they force-fed him Maurice. Like, it was cool, and it was, like, nice to see Cameron Grimes play off of Ted DiBiase. It was a nice kind of, like, little thing there. But, like, why would you have either one of these guys? How's it going to help them? Like, oh, you give L.A. Knight that belt, all of a sudden, like, people are going to care about L.A. Knight? Like, come on. The same thing with Cameron Grimes. Like, he doesn't need this. He needs to be in a title picture. So unless this is some swerve where they're going to give it to somebody else, like, this makes absolutely no sense to me. And even if they give it to somebody else, how does this really help them? Bro, he's the million-dollar man with the million-dollar belt. They sell belts at WWE shop. They're going to sell a bunch of these million-dollar belts. Really? NXT needs to make some money. L.A. Knight with that belt? It's not going to be L.A. Knight. Who's he going to be? It's going to be Cameron Grimes. What if and even if it Grimes? isn't, Cameron Grimes will ultimately win, and he'll end up the million-dollar champion. I don't hate Who's B.C. Knight? Apparently, this is L.A. Knight's like long-lost cousin here in the Twitch chat. Mike hates fun. No. It's never fun. You never give WWE the benefit of the doubt when it comes to fun. What fun have they not stepped on and ruined? Bro, the whole feud has been fun from the moment that he became a millionaire. You're, he became a are... millionaire. He went and bought a watch. By the way, he's wearing the watch now, so they've added that back to the character. <laughs> you got this other dork that thinks that he should be a millionaire. They're both fighting for Ted DiBiase's approval. You get to hear Ted DiBiase's music every week. How can you complain about that? DiBiase's on the show with the million-dollar belt. He's going to gift it to one of these two blokes in a ladder match. How, in God's name, of all of this stuff that we watch in wrestling, this is what you got a problem with? I got a problem with lots in wrestling, but, hey, look, 
this is what they're going to do. That's fine. I just don't see how this is going to help Cameron Grimes. If you love Cameron Grimes so much, I just don't see how this is going to help him. And remember the sin, what you always say and what everybody always says about when they find out you can do comedy, then you're stuck that way forever. He's been comedy from day one. He's been he's also been a talented contender from day one that now has morphed into this. So is he going to be like Mr. Second Match Guy forever being a goofball? Hey, if it saves his body and he's making money and he's happy, cool. I just look at like, why can't I see him more against Swerve? Why can't I see him more against You're God? gonna. You'll be the ch- million-dollar champion. Maybe he'll even be feuding with Swerve over the bling. Then what are you uh. going to complain about? That's the whole thing is if you were going to give this belt to somebody who's actually going to be a real star and you actually like to me, Swerve Scott would be that guy. And, yeah, the bling would fit into the whole thing and that would actually work great. But like to have him get the belt, push DiBiase aside, wear it as a piece of just memorabilia and bling that he's got on him and not be a serious thing. We don't need another million dollar champion. Tell me other than Ted DiBiase when it has worked. He was the only one. Nikolai Volkov, Steve, Steve. Nikolai Austin. Volkov. Remember, he had it. Steve he didn't Austin win the had million it. dollar belt. He was like the one penny belt. Yeah, or let's see. We got is. the million dollar man, and we got Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm pretty sure that this is a pretty uh, uh, good lineage here for this belt. Oh, really, Steve Austin? At that point, Ringmaster Steve Austin. I Come refuse on, to uh, acknowledge that Virgil. Ted had it. DiBiase Jr. Grizzled young vets meet uh-huh. August Gray and this. I love this Giro fella. Virgil. Wait, He's Virgil fantastic. Was the yes, that's one I actually remember, but I tried to forget. Virgil. It. And then we had Candace out there with Poppy, and Poppy is there to, uh, that's just, I got it. I, ah. Go ahead. What is it about Poppy? Who the hell okay, is listen, Poppy? Okay, listen. Explain Poppy to listen, us. Listen, listen. Old man. Okay. I cannot figure out if I'm a boomer or not, all right? I'm going to tell you why. Because I do not get this Poppy at all, okay? That makes me presume that I am a boomer, all right? However... When I watch NXT every week, I feel like it's put together by people way, way older than me who are who their goal is to try to put together a show for younger people, but it's not really for younger people, which is true, by the way, because no younger people watch the show. Yeah. I still watch it, and I'm like, they're trying to attract young people with something that feels really old to me. Like, this show feels way older than I am. You know what this but is? I still don't get this Poppy thing at all. And then, the thing that really, I mean, this has nothing to do with Poppy, really. Well, I mean, she was involved with this segment, but it's not her fault. She comes out during a Candice LeRae segment, and uh, she just says, I'm not a wrestler, but I know someone who is. And it's the return of Io Shirai. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> dude, what is she back for? What is left for Io Shirai? She was the longest reigning. She had the belt forever. I think she's the longest reigning women's champion. She lost it. It's like, get her out of here. Can you bring her up to the main roster overview? Why is she back? Why is Adam Cole here? Like, I'm just watching the same show over and over again. I don't know. There's a feeling of, hello, fellow kids. Uh, You know, we've got the show for you. But, like, it's like Kyle O'Reilly's thing where it's like, hello, fellow kids who were kids watching Ring of Honor in 2003. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it kind of feels like. And there's, there is so much talent there. 
And that show, forget about the wackiness of some of the storylines and like Zia Lee and some of the weird, all that weird stuff. The show is still missing something, a spark and excitement that Dynamite has and that sometimes even SmackDown has more than NXT. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. <sighs> Back in the show. I, I, uh, I was so busy dealing with the chat that I didn't set up the phone, so no phone calls right now. 
I don't need to hear from uh, Honolulu anyway. Tell me about how cool Poppy is. I'm sure Poppy's cool, bro. I don't have a problem with Poppy. I said, I don't get it. I admit it, I'm a boomer. But I also don't get NXT. I'm just baffled by this show. You want to open up one line just for Ambathory to call in? And then the funny thing is, like, Hunter's doing this thing with Regal. And Hunter is fawning all over Poppy, okay? Mm -hmm. Oh, we love your music. Oh, it's so great. We're so happy you're here. Then he's baffled that she's able to release some songs from her phone. I'm like, this guy's... Granny could probably figure that out. That guy's definitely a boomer. You know the funniest thing about boomer is I'm actually not a boomer. I'm an Xer, barely. I'm within a few years from being a millennial, but thankfully I missed that one. What was after millennial? I'm all right being an Xer. Gen Z? Homelanders or whatever they call them. Homelanders? Yeah, don't worry about it. Are these the ones because of the 9-11 thing? So anyway, then we had uh, Ember Moon, Dakota Kai. I didn't see it, but uh, I was told it went like 15 minutes and there was distraction (laughs) finish. Then it went to a DQ. I'm like, God, anything else? Is there one match that didn't end that way that wasn't worthless? Like every every match that needed something, there was a DQ or a run in it. Yeah, well, this is what wrestling is now. No, yeah. it needs to stop. I see it on Dynamite. Runs. I see it on Raw. I see it on exactly. SmackDown. Now I see it on NXT. Unless it's Matt Cardona running in with a hood on his head to DDT Nick Gage. Not having it. By the way, did you ever think that Zack Ryder would be the one trying to come to your legacy's defense by being the one to put bullets in Nick Gage? I'm pretty sure he's not coming to my in your defense. Career? And he's going he's gonna to face a, a rough reality when he gets in there with Gage. I call him teeth out of his head. Uh, if you want to text us, 425-780-7566 or brian at wrestlingobserver.com. What's on you bloke's mind today? I want to hear about it. Got a new uh, match for Dynamite on Friday, by the way. This is the full lineup for the show. There's a lot. While simultaneously not being a lot. It's weird. We got Miro and Evil Uno for the TNT title. We got the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler versus Kingston, Pac, and Penta. That should be awesome. Hangman and Ten versus Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs. Christian will face Angelico. Lance Storm will face Jack Evans. Oh, wait. (laughs) Not on this show. <laughs> Cody Rhodes will make an announcement. Darby and Sting will make an announcement. The Pinnacle will speak. Lance Archer will be in action. <laughs> and Nyla Rose will destroy Layla Hirsch. You know, I don't mean to to speak to uh, you know pragmatically here and and you know even headed, but uh, you know everybody out there choosing a side right now. Both men are right. Just putting that out there. Brian can speak on this better. He knows both. But, uh, you know, both of the things that they have said, they both are correct in what they have said. Well, what happened is everyone has their own experiences. Yeah. And let me tell you one thing about Jack Evans' experiences. I never touched him in the ring. I was light as a feather with that youngster. Now, I can't talk for everybody else that he's talking about. Diamond Timothy Flowers, maybe? I don't mention any names. NWA pay-per-view heading to St. Louis, Missouri for two pay-per-views in August, one of which will be an all-women's affair produced by Mickey James. Saturday, August 28th, a name for the show has not been announced. Mickey has noticed she's not wrestling on the show, which I find disappointing. She should be wrestling on that show. She's awesome. And then August 29th from the Chase Ballroom 
NWA 73, an anniversary show, tribute to the original home of the NWA and Sam Mushnick. Also, TV tapings Monday, August 30th, Tuesday, August 31st. Corgan did not mention whether fans will be in attendance, but it is assumed they will be. What's the point of going to the Chase Ballroom if you're not going to have fans there? Well, and really, and you better have a dress code, too. The whole point of the Chase Ballroom was, you know, people would come in there on these white tablecloths on the tables and people would be dressed up in their suits and everything. I would, If you're going to do this, you might as well do the whole aesthetic. You know, the exact same thing I talked about when it came to the Showtime show that was lacking in comparison to Triller because they took this wacky, complete, wacky, completely ridiculous thing and sucked all the life out of it. Same sort of way here. If you're going to do this and, and go to the keel and play off all that history and everything, you might as well go with the full aesthetic, get it as close as you could to the original and make sure that everybody is actually dressed to the nines and in their best gear. And it'll actually be, it'll be interesting. I don't know what they can do to really rally any attention at all. I forgot there was a pay-per-view you know, this past Sunday, if it wasn't for the Mayweather Paul pay-per-view, I probably wouldn't have even paid attention to it, unfortunately. So, you know, and again, it's not because I, I don't want to care or anything like that. It's just there's so many things out there. It's tough for people to keep up with everything. And once, you know, all everything happened with the NWA and things started to go south, they've never been able to get it back. And I'm not sure if they can. First says, I want Cameron Grimes to win the million-dollar belt, but it seems like this is a gimmick for a heel, and it feels like Cameron Grimes has been sort of like a babyface during the feud with L.A. Knight. Well, as noted, Virgil did win the million-dollar belt, so, I mean, whether it's a babyface or a heel, he's a millionaire. Some fella here said, we don't, we don't, uh, we can't uh, relate to millionaires. Well, some of us can. Mm, gold voters. I, I think it's going to be good. Brian, this person says, Raw was definitely a terrible show. Not only the beginning and the end, but Drew talking about Robert the Bruce for 15 hours. I'm glad his chase is almost over. NXT with its winner-take-all match I personally hate. Feels like extreme WCW booking for anyone failing to lose three belts. I hate it with all my heart, but I want Legato to win. <laughs> also, if Cameron Grimes doesn't win this Sunday, I don't know if I will watch NXT ever again. Well, I mean... <laughs> well, jeez. I mean, come on. If he really? doesn't win, I presume he'll win later. How can you have Cameron Grimes never win the million-dollar belt? That doesn't make any sense. Mm. Let's see. Lily wants to know, if she's the highest-rated quarter hour, should WWE abandon their highest-rated quarter hour? Lily says no. Lily is wrong. Dude, it's a highest-rated quarter hour on a show that did poorly for three hours. That's something to celebrate? I don't know, man. Look, we've seen things happen in the middle of pushes with all the economic woes that WWE is having right now. You know, hopefully Lily doesn't become a casualty of that. Andrade should not be a heel, this person said. He should be the Latino hero, having left WWE for their treatment of Mexicans and trying to get the AAA title from Omega. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, either way. Look, he's a great heel, uh, too. And... I don't think Vicky Guerrero is going to be forever with him. I think it was just to kind of, in my, maybe I'm hoping against hope here, but it seems like, okay, you want to make sure he gets booed because otherwise he probably would have gotten cheered coming out and cutting a promo, even if he ran everybody down. So I think her doing her shrill routine, I think was probably a good thing, but I think long-term we're probably going to see him with a posse or see him, you know, on his own, 
as a as a main heel, and I don't, I don't think it's a, a bad thing right now with some of the baby faces that they do have. You know, I, I think he's perfect with his style, with his attitude. You know, I think with the whole package and presentation, he's a much better bad guy, I think. Mike talked for so long that I managed to open up the phone lines on my own. So if you want to call, <laughs> they are open right now. 844 913 You got no hair there. Look at that. I just unbuttoned Look it. Look at that. 844-913-2727 if you want to give us a call. So there you go. Uh, Bathory here goes, oh, the third hour never does the best. They should keep pushing it. Are you aware, Bathory, that they didn't even announce what was going to be in that final quarter of the show? They didn't even promote it. You do realize that they have had other third hours that have done well based on promoting big matches over a period of time. Because, in fact, if you promote a match over a period of time and it has something that people believe in on the line, they will, in fact, watch the third hour. But if you normally watch Raw, what happens is they hide the main event. They don't tell you what the main event is. You're sitting there wondering what the heck is closing the show, and then you're maybe surprised by it. Of course the third hour often drops. Do you watch the show? The third hour didn't drop because nobody watched the first hour. It was a low first hour, a low second hour, and a low third hour. So when all three hours are low, yeah, there's a decent chance the final quarter is going to do well. Let's see who's on the line. I'm sure Bathory's going to call in. No, it's Fresno. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, um, so I noticed that the UWN and NWA are feuding right now. Is there any reason, like, why it's getting so better? Because Marquez has expanded the territory to Atlanta at center stage, and that's kind of spicy. The UWN and the NWA are feuding. I hate to, I, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, I was not expecting a call today that I would have absolutely zero earthly idea about. The UWN and the NWA are feuding? What does that mean? I don't, was that the conglomerate, the, the network they had with like championship wrestling from Hollywood and all that? I, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. I'll have to, we'll have to look into it. Well, that. I apologize to the NWA and the UWN for not following along on this feud. I don't know what's going on. But I do know that I'm about to go to Medford, New Hampshire. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. First time, long time. Um, I want to kind of change things up a bit, if that's okay. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts um, on the whole John Cena, China thing. Um, I've heard everything from he's supporting torture, which I don't believe, to he's just a sellout, so it's not a big deal. I was just wondering what you guys thought of, you know, he said, Taiwan's a country. China got mad. He apologized in Mandarin, said it's not a country. I'm very, very sorry. And it's kind of caused the whole social media buzz. I was wondering what you were thinking. Well, about that. yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. I, I don't think that John Cena supports torture. I think what happened was John Cena was doing a media appearance and he made a statement that he believed that Taiwan was a country. And as it turns out, the Chinese. We're very upset about that. And he's got a movie opening in China. This is not He's not the only guy in Hollywood that's had to do something like this. And the movie collapsed in China. And so he's profusely apologizing to try to save it. That's it. That's what's happening. Just suckle on that teat. You know, the, the Fast and the Furious franchise is that strong over there. And he's been learning Mandarin for a long, long time. He's wanted to ingratiate himself. To Hong Kong and all of that, the drawback of that is you have a country that doesn't believe that another country exists. And 
those are the political minefields that you step in. And I don't know how well that movie was doing over there anyway, but this obviously didn't help it. His response has been nailed on all sides as being disingenuous. People saying it looked like a hostage video. It's just one of those lines that you have to walk, and so you have to be very careful and parse your words. Otherwise, you might get suspended by Sports Byline. What happened to R-Truth in the 24-7 Titleist, person asks? Well, I think they're, they're allowed 18 people on the show. So if they hit their quota, he can't be on the show. So funny. No, just you here. watch Raw? I, I, unfortunately, Bro, I have to. Dude, there was a, there, a Riddle and, uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, who, who, who did Riddle wrestle? I think it was Kofi. Kofi. Whoever he wrestled, they had wrestled earlier in the show. Like, every Raw show and SmackDown show, I have to watch people wrestle multiple times. Where was Metalik? I I presume he was hurt. That's what they said. I have no reason to doubt that. I think they announced a match, found out the guy was hurt, and were like, ah, great. Well, the other guy can wrestle alone, even though it makes absolutely no sense. Well, that's the story. This person says he's going to miss the Thunderdome when it's over. This must be Eddie. Eddie... You're the guy. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. 
I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back of the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, why not move Dynamite to Wednesdays at 8 on TBS when they are preempted rather than the death slot on Fridays? Because a death slot is where their new show is going to debut in a few months. They're trying to establish it. And so far, it's tough. But as I've mentioned before, I I would read, I would read seventy percent into the Friday numbers as it pertains to how the Rampage show is going to do. Because the key is Rampage is only one hour long. So if the Dynamite show on Fridays is doing a fairly strong first hour and a fairly weak second hour, it's not as big a deal as if the the show is doing a week first hour and a week second hour. I don't have any idea if it's doing a week first, week second, strong first, week second. I'm very skeptical it's doing a week first, strong second. But all I know is that's what the show is doing right now at two hours. And we will see what the show does at one hour uh, when they are not uh, uh, a two-hour show, basically. Let's see what the fall schedule does, too, if they try to do something to boost 8 to 10 on Friday or 9 to 10, a block of something that they could tr- possibly try to do. I mean, we'll just have to see how everything kind of plays out when it comes to that. But, yeah, Friday at 10 is always going to be a little bit of an issue, especially for the crowd that they have. But, again, we'll just have to see how they play everything out with the show. Last night we had a fun time. Brian, Vinny, Granny, Craig show live. For those of you on the 999 tier at video.f4wonline.com, we will be live again tomorrow night. All of the Brian Vinny shows live at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. Tomorrow we'll be covering the NXT show in great detail. Uh, tonight with Dave, all of the news as well, WrestlingObserver.com, so check that out. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.